and you and you. May 12th, this is another all-around home improvement hour. And we're back and we're live and we're ready to take your calls and we're talking everything spring-related in our crazy home improvement market. This is Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130. Let's get going. All around, we get it done. We do it Welcome, Twin Cities News Talk listeners. This is Charles Thayer, your home improvement slayer, and I'm here with the one and only, the Polish powerhouse, hey, hey. Nick Richard Zeman, my good friend for a very long time, and my business partner. We are the hosts of the show. We're very honored to always bring this show to you every uh, Saturday at noon, from noon to one, right here on your favorite station, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130. But this isn't what we do for a living uh, during the week, is it, Nick? No, it's not. It's not. I just uh, I hang out on the couch, watch a lot of good shows. Mm-hmm. No, just kidding. Uh, we run a general contracting team out of Golden Valley. There's a good group of us there working hard every single day, day in and day out, trying to do as many projects as we can in the short season that we have. Yeah, let's talk about the team a little bit. A lot of people think that because they hear all around ads on several different stations or or might catch us on social media wherever you may see all around we, we try to get around we try to you know brand ourselves if you will in in a good light uh but they they get the tendency to think that we're much larger than we really are right and that's flattering don't get me wrong i mean i i, I love uh love it when people think that we're you know, millionaires. You and I are millionaires, and we don't really go to work every single day. We just check the bank account. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, maybe one day. Uh, but for now, we're a 13-person team. We have seven project consultants. We have uh, three production people, including the uh, head of production, which is uh, also vice president, Nicholas Zeman. Yours truly. Yep, yes. Polish powerhouse. Myself, uh, marketing director and, and founder. And then we have uh, two admin staff that are really uh, honestly these people are some of the most irreplaceable people behind the scenes yeah that's yeah. right they don't get enough credit they'll never get enough credit but uh jerry and scott that run the administrative staff did i leave anybody out there i mean i didn't name names but you did not leave anybody out i think yeah. you, you covered everybody and then of course obviously all the hard-working crews that work with us as well absolutely so but but there is a, a little bit of a divide i mean we're we're the General contracting team where you call, you get us to come out, we'll consult with you, we'll go over your project, and we'll make sure that everything is lined up. And then what we do is we organize the best crew that has the skill set for whatever product, whatever service it is that you want to have added to your home. So, um, and a lot of people say, oh, well, do you, you must hire subs then, right? Like, is it like, as if it's a negative thing. Right. First of all, yes, we hire subs. But second of all, we have relationships with these guys and have had them for many, many years. Yeah, there's pros and cons to both, I think, employees versus the subs. And ultimately, the most important thing is the relationship that the general contractor has with the subcontractors, not only on a work level, but maybe also a personal level, too. How long have they known that person? Uh, How long have you worked together with them? So there's things that you can do to separate yourself, have better relationships with those guys and girls that are working in the field. They'll work a lot harder for you mm-hmm. and be a lot more reliable as well, too. Right. So it's it's 
really the nature of the beast. In in Minnesota, 99.9% of residential contractors are going to hire subcontractors um, because of how it all pans out in the end. And yes, the almighty dollar gets involved. And uh, in order to be competitive with the rest of the market, that's the way most of us contractors are structured. So it, it shouldn't be a turnoff um, because if it were all employees uh, or if it were a union shop or something like that, right. the project would clearly just be unaffordable it would it would yeah typically union stuff is downtown government work that kind of uh, those kind of libraries schools roads let's bring on our guests uh that are patiently waiting here in the studio we have an expert panel we have the electrifying kim zimmer with electric city kim so glad to have you back on well good morning i'm happy to be here yes yes and of course guru of all real estate things in minnesota the fearless leader of the Minnesota real estate team. He is a licensed Remax Advantage agent, and he is a great guy, Ryan O'Neill. Yeah. With, Re- with Remax. Hi, Ryan. Hello. And the Minnesota real estate. Can Hello. we call him the goat instead? Hello. Of a guru? Yeah. Have, have you ever been on the radio and you ask a question and you maybe you just get a, just a one word response? No. Nope. We should maybe we should try that as guests. <laughs> we should do that as guests for Charles and Nick. How are things going today? Uh, good. 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 You know, when when there's just no elaboration at all, it makes right. for a tougher radio show. You know, it does. We should try it, though. I think we should try oh, it. I don't I don't think that they would have a problem filling it for us, Ryan. Oh, I know. I'm the one that We'll all three turn our mics off, and we'll just listen to Charles talk. <laughs> yes. So, you guys, this week, what I wanted to talk about is really what happens within our industries in the springtime. Right now, you know, for Nick and I and, and everybody at All Around, we're dealing with overwhelming amounts, overwhelming requests. Spring is sprung. For projects. And I don't mean to say that our door is shut. Don't call us. Don't ask us if you can work with us. We're still, our our door is open and we still want to work with you and, and find out what your needs are and, and help you move towards getting your project done. But we literally are dealing with uh, between 75 and 100 requests a week for various projects. And I I just think that it would be a disservice to the listeners out there if I didn't mention some key things that I think homeowners should know and, and consumers should know before starting to request the project. Tell me more. I'm yeah. interested. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. Are you dealing with this right now, Kim? Is that? Yeah. Yes. Everybody wants everything now or yesterday. Yeah. And because, like you say, you're getting so many calls, it you know, you're already booked out till what the end of June, till July. Now we're not obviously booked out that far, but it takes a while to get out there, look at the project, get an estimate, uh, you know, to the people, and and then get the work booked. So yeah, it takes a while. I think it, the human it, race is kind of just growing impatient, to, yes. like collectively, yes. right? instant yes. everything, yeah. right? Yeah, yes. you you want money instant, myself included. I'm included on that. I'm, you are Nick. Yeah, you I, don't seem that way at all. I can be impatient at times. <laughs> I Charles. <laughs> These smartphones are making us dumber and dumber every single day, lazier and lazier, but I can't get enough of them. I mean, you... you I Googled I, that and verified what he just I said mean, is true. Here's a thought, though. Here's a thought. Maybe too serious of a topic, but when is the day going to arrive when no smartphone will be allowed in the automobile? In Ooh, other words... I don't think that's too far away. I think I it. Think I so think either. it should happen. Yeah. There might be something where the carriers will turn your device off. Maybe I think it's the amount of distracted driving yeah, is crazy. Driving yes. into the studio, I saw someone. They looked like they were about th- 
two paragraphs deep in an email reading, had no idea what was going on. Holding coffee while steering. I mean, (laughs) something's got to change with that. That's just bad news. Yeah. I'm dealing with my own hypocrisy because it infuriates me. Is that right? Infuriates. Is that the right word? I'm with you so far. It makes me so mad when I see somebody texting and going down the highway, you know, but I can't say that I've never done it. And and obviously, I'm doing everything I can to avoid it, but... I'm such a hypocrite when it comes to that crap. I honk and get mad. And, what does. are you doing? He does. I've been in the car with and him. And then, you know, I'll be at a stoplight checking something, maybe. Just a simple rule, though. <laughs> Just a very simple rule. Just no, you know, put in your glove box. Yeah, you've got to have it somewhere that. else. I mean, yeah. gosh, it's just the stories, all the tragedy. It's just, I don't mean to be too serious, but today, again, this morning, driving into the studio, I'm just like, oh, my gosh. It was unbelievable. Try driving in a, in a truck. Yeah. I and mean, you'll see that. You'll... It's like eighty yeah. percent of people. Well, have it th- in three their cars make it through a cycle of a light now because that first person's on their phone. The light turns green. Everyone's scared to honk because you might get shot, and then you just end up waiting. And then the light turns red, and you have to wait again. <laughs> so, but but when you take it to the smartphones, I. I Taking it back to our original conversation, I think that is... Thank you, Kim. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. I think that is what is happening with making people um, ready for their projects. I think they're doing a lot of research on their own, and when they're when they call the professionals, they've done their research and they're you know ready to go, ready to spend that money, ready to do the project now. I would agree. Yeah. I think all of the serious buyers, someone that's saying I- I'm going to do this this year. They know what they want, usually, yeah. or have a pretty good idea and just maybe need some help getting information to decide between one or the other. So how about this? When we come back from the break, we're going to break down collectively between Kim with Electric City, us from all around, and Ryan from the Minnesota Real Estate Team, the best tips for consumers out there that are looking to either engage in home improvements or real estate and how to be ready and how to get effective results when requesting attention because that's what you want you want attention you want someone's time someone's expertise most of the time you don't want to spend any money to get that ultimately you're going to spend money but initially everybody wants instant things for free and we get that and we're fine so we're going to break down how to actually get results when you're requesting an estimate or consultations on a project we're up against a break we'll be right back right after this rush limbaugh Good springtime song. Yeah, it is. It is that. It is springtime. Mother's Day weekend. Mm-hmm. And a lot of uh, fishermen out there. The fishing open. Oh yeah, that's right. Fishing too. Actually, the ratings just came in for the all-around home improvement hour. I'm looking at them right now, and it says that on fishing opener, they're huge. They're the highest ratings that have ever been. Actually, <laughs> actually, it's unlike the likes in which man has never seen. Yeah, I'm sure they are. All right. I butchered that one. No, but to all the mothers out there, happy Mother's Day tomorrow. Yes. And to all the fishermen out there, good luck. Uh, Polish Powerhouse and I just came back. We have my daughter, Selena, in the studio because on the way back from Wisconsin, old cheese country, Yep, we decided to do a little bit of bow fishing. We did. Well, I can't. I can't shoot. My, sh- my shoulder's all screwed but up. But you were able to spot the fish. And yeah. then what I did is I came in and then I shot at the fish. Hmm. 
and hit all around the fish. That's what we do. <laughs> no fish were harmed yeah, in our bow really, fishing extravaganza. You know, you know, Nick and I were having a conversation on the way back. He's like, you know, this bow fishing stuff's taken off. I bet it's really doing a number on the carp. The carp are a big problem, right? They're invasive, and they need to be taken out. And I said, yeah, well, maybe, maybe it's helping, but... Just take a look at how much we helped here last night. <laughs> uh, for we the record, I shot all, zero so. fish. <laughs> yeah, I did catch a walleye with a fishing rod, though. Yeah, absolutely. Guy went and bought an out-of-state license and paid paid for dinner. Wow, it's a yeah. twenty twenty-five dollar walleye. Bringing home some fish. Whoa. And anyhow, so a happy fishing opener to all of you out there listening, and thank you for tuning in. This is the All Around Home Improvement Hour. So what we're going to do is dive into our topic, which is how to be more prepared when asking for estimate requests or consultations in the spring. And that also applies to real estate as well. We'll we'll dive more into the real estate part of it as we get into the topic. But let's start with home improvement projects. I would say biggest mistake, first and foremost, okay, for somebody is to not work out their budget ahead of time before making the request. Okay, and what, the reason why I say that is... Cart before the horse, right? Yeah, yeah, a lot of people are just inquiring. Hey, I just want to know what this costs. That's all. No problem. Then say that. That's no big deal. You know what we'll do? We'll ask you for some photos. You can email them to us. We'll get some rough measurements. Nowadays, we have Google, satel- yep. Google uh, the satellite images. We can give you a really good idea, give or take, of what something costs. And, and you know what? That's all you were looking for in the first place. But when you try to make it seem as if it's something, ah, I might do it tomorrow, I might never do it. I don't know if I have the money. I actually do have the money. <laughs> right. I have a suitcase full of $100 bills ready to go, and I'm not going to tell you how much I have. People try to hold their cards too close to their chest and not show what's going on. Just be open. We're swamped. We want to know, and we can get you that those answers. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I think you're not buying a used car, right? Right. And, and so I think with this day and age, again, with uh, what you are talking about earlier, Kim, technology, people are pretty savvy. Uh, we know that, right? Yeah. We're not going to try yeah. to come in and look at you and kind of read you a little bit and figure out what can it be. No, I mean, I know at least for us, the price is the price, it, yeah. and that's it. So yeah. I think kind of getting to the brass tacks, it helps. People need to have a little bit more faith in who they're having out there. Yeah, and I think we've all been in the business long enough where if if they're just looking for a ballpark, a guesstimate, a rough estimate, I mean, hey, get us pictures, uh, tell us what you want. You Are you looking for a, you know, a service panel upgrade, a service panel changeout? Are you looking for a, a basement finish? Are you looking for a hot tub wiring? You know, I can get you a ballpark. If you are really looking to actually do it, then yeah, I want to come out, get the details, and get you a hard number. I like the word she used, guesstimate, because we use that word often, and that's like a you know in between uh, of not doing anything and actually getting a real proposal uh, is a guesstimate right in there, right? Yeah. So yeah, I, you're taking an average. It helps. It does. It yeah. Yeah. Sixty-five dollars yeah. a square foot. You know, and then people yeah. are like, oh, okay, how big do I want to make that? And they can. Figure yeah. that out in their head. All right, I'm looking roughly in this range. Yeah. Right, because it's really about being respectful of everybody's time. Right. And, you know, it's supply and demand. And right now, you know, I'm not trying to sound cocky, but the contractors are in high demand right now. So they're going to just, they're going to pick and choose what's best for their business. You would do the same if you were in their shoes. You would look out for yours and your own and make sure that that's a good project that fits your business well and that you're going to get paid 
you're going to be paid a good fair rate. So that's what they're doing. The next thing I want to throw in there is plans, right? So, and I don't mean you have to have blueprints on whatever it is. You you know, you want to have a deck built? Great. What are you thinking? 16 by 20, something smaller, 10 by 12, yeah. more of a balcony. Have an idea. Have some general plans. Have when you want to have it done by, right? Goals. And say, this is my goal. This is what I plan to use it for. This is how big I'd like it, roughly. What are you thinking? That helps us get you the answer so much quicker. It's nice if people know, especially for the deck, what's the biggest deck you'd want? I want a 20 by 16. Okay, that costs this much. All right, right, well, maybe I can get a 16 by 14 instead, and that's in line with your budget. Maybe start at the top, and that way at least you know, can we afford that or not? And then you can sort of work your way down to whatever's within your budget to get the project done. It can't right. be too much different, Ryan, in, in real estate, right? Somebody says, well, we're looking to buy a home. Max we, budget, right? right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where, yeah we, you have to. you got to talk to a lender. Do we start by the Lafayette Club over in, in <laughs> on Lake Minnetonka? You like that area, don't you? You know, it is a beautiful area, absolutely. I'll what? never be able to afford to live there. Hey, what if you did this for all of the citizens of the Home Improvement Hour? What if you did some kind of membership for uh, maybe the best citizen at the Lafayette Club. Yeah, and I, th- I, I think... <laughs> yeah. Somehow tied it together hey. with the Lafayette Club. Polish powerhouse would win, and I would just have him take me there. Yeah, uh, I think it'd be great. Yeah. Sign me up. No, but it can't be... I mean, in relation to real estate, it can't be that different. No, you do have to get an idea, pre-approval, um, what you're looking to spend, price range, area, especially now when it's so competitive, too, just to get an idea and just be to be respectful of everybody's time. You know what? What um, you know? What price range are you looking at? What can you afford? What can you make an offer on? That type of thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, and they're gonna. You know, they have to give you their perimeters. Are they looking for a three bedroom? Are they looking for you know three car garage? Are they looking for an unfinished basement? Do they want a gas fireplace, a wood burning fireplace? If they don't give you any of that, and then they get mad at you because you're showing them houses that right. don't yeah. fit into what they're thinking right. well hello well and to to initiate getting that person's expert opinion time it's going to require uh traveling expenses mm-hmm. gas money all that stuff it does matter i mean that's how the world goes around so you know we went to one sales guru seminar thing it was it was more kind of motivational but a few years back and the guy said something that i'll never forget he said, when do you, you know, he asked all the contractors in the room, when do you all think the negotiating begins? You know, and of course you got the guys like me that raise your hand right away. It's when you're presenting the contract, you know, and you got other guys saying, well, this, it, it's it when happens. you answer the phone. It's, and that's what he said, Kim. <laughs> he said, as soon as you pick up the phone, you're in a, you're in a negotiation right there. And I never looked at it like that because, you know, I, I, we try to be a little humble and, and not look at it like it's a transaction more of we're building rapport with somebody we're building a relationship with somebody but when you break it down to the brass tacks that's what you're doing they're they're calling inquiring asking for your time you're hoping they spend money with you you're you're hoping it ends up being a profitable project and and they just hope that they get a fair deal and a quality something with value right right so that so it really begins right away so to the homeowners to the listeners that's what I'm I'm speaking to now it's Bring your best to the table, right? This is what I got. This is what I can spend. This is what we're looking to do. And this is when we need it done by. Boy, that helps. 
a lot. Yeah. And vice versa, um, being, you know, uh, what would I say, the... Um, uh, representing the homeowners, they, they're saying the same thing to us. You yep. know, bring your best to the table. Don't, right. don't. I want the most detail, right. the best yes. products, the, your best, the fastest price up service front. for the yeah. lowest price. Yes. Done yesterday. Yes. One thing different <laughs> done yesterday because they're searching for the best as well. Yeah. You know? well. One thing I would say that that maybe a little bit of difference with the real estate industry is partly your you're hiring someone to, and at least our approach as a team is you can invest a lot of time, money, energy, effort with someone, and that's just the way, and maybe they don't do anything at all over time, or maybe it's a month-long or six-month or a year-long or a five-year-long process. And so it, it can be really an unknown, more so with, I understand in the contracting world, especially now with as, dem- as much demand as there is, You've got to really be sure it's worth your time. Right. Real estate is one of these things where you just, it is a relationship building business and it's a goodwill business. And sometimes, um, you know, things happen and people are not able to move forward with things. And so it's more of a, it can be a longer term process, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, there's nothing, I mean, there's everything right about paying attention to building relationships, the craft, being being just a, a great good business person that is free with information but the problem that we all run into is the almighty clock there's 24 hours in a day right. we all have families and then we all have to sleep right well <laughs> yeah the other thing for us is that we have a process that we go through and it's not just a, like you said earlier charles it's not a quick in and out so the time is important because we want to be able to spend like sort of on what you were saying, the necessary amount of time with each person. You don't want to feel like you're rushing someone who's ready to buy something and spend a lot of money. Um, and so as a result of that, you have to make sure, are you with someone that's in that position to where they do want to do a project? So, Folks, we are up against the break. You're going to get your Fox News update uh, during the commercials. And when we come back, we're going to open up the phone lines for any questions that you may have out there. The number to call is 800-854-1978. Again, 800-854-1978. This is the All Around Home Improvement Hour. Justice in... I might need that on. This is the All Around Home Improvement Hour. We're back. We're going to take our call from Alan in Lakeville. Uh, Alan, thanks for calling in. This is the All Around Home Improvement Hour. How can we help? Well, hey, uh, you guys mentioned earlier that uh, you determined that it, uh, uh, as a union contractor, uh, is typically going to be more expensive than, for instance, you guys. How are you able to determine that? Well, you know, Alan, I'm going to go out on a limb and say common sense. What what you have here with a union contractor is you have somebody that has to cover a lot of things that a general contractor does not have to cover. So we'll start by listing off workers' comp. For example, a roofer goes up high places, is a very high risk. 71 cents on every dollar you pay that roofer, you have to you have to send for workers' comp. You don't have to do that as a general contractor. Also, you don't have to own all the equipment that a, a subcontractor has. Also, you have layers of protection with additional insurance policies. These guys cover all of their own insurance, uh, general liability, workers' comp. Um, it, there's just so much overhead 
that a, that a union contractor has to have, and that's why you see. I mean, I just don't see them. It's like it's like a ghost, quite frankly, a residential remodeling union contractor. Uh, but but please feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Well, typically, you know, uh, you're you're right as far as like the residential realm. But uh, you know, when you talk about a general contractor that they don't have all those extra costs, when that general contractor hires that subcontractor. The subcontractors, as you pointed out, have that cost. Right. Now, I want to also point out something else. So, I actually, just quickly, they're going to, you know, so the cost is still there, whether it's subcontractor or not, and whether it's union or not. Now, the other thing is, is that also through the union, there is a lot of training going on. And my understanding is that you guys do some training, too, with your employees, which is a good thing. But uh, you're getting uh, a lot of training and, and everything that's involved there, and you're getting a, 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 a top-notch trained union people. And that may not mean that that bid is always going to be higher, because in the contracting world, I've seen where union contractors have beat up non-union contractors. So my point is this. The best thing to do is get bids from everybody, union, non-union alike. Doesn't sure. Matter. Yeah, you know, uh, Alan, so I, don't, I, 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 don't, I just take exception to you guys mentioning that right off the bat, don't talk to a union contractor because it's going to cost you more money. Yeah, no, and you Alan, Alan, I appreciate yourself. you. Call, hang, you hang tight. Hold on. Don't get, don't get too. Give, give me just a minute. Just, a, just a minute here, Alan. You're, you're filibustering me. Don't get squirrely. I, I don't mean to offend anybody or make any over over generalizations. Okay, just give me just give me a minute, Alan. I'm going to have an adult conversation with you. I'd like to have an adult conversation with you, Alan. Give me just a minute. First of all, we never said union contractors are bad, so those are words you put in our mouth. Okay. That's number one. Second of all, we never said don't go to a union contractor. That's no. all, those are also words. Generally speaking, they're more expensive. Right. I have yet to find, period, a residential remodeling. And that maybe that was the word that, that you um, maybe didn't hear or misunderstood. I'm not sure. And again, uh, it's the very first phone call we've ever had where somebody actually challenged what we're saying. And I welcome as many of those. We're here to have real-life conversations with real-life people. So I'm not going to avoid this. I mean, this is the type of stuff I watch all the time on Fox and CNN and all this stuff. So this is great. I welcome it. But show me a residential union contractor. Email me, charles at allaround.com. There it is. Show me one. Show me what they do, and then let's see. Because quite frankly, they're not, it's like a ghost. You're talking about a ghost. It doesn't exist right now. Right. I think he just pretty much took what we said and kind of put his own twist on it, to be honest with you. The words that he spoke, no one here said. We can play it back. Obviously, this is radio. It's recorded. So yeah. there's a there's a place for both of them, yeah. uh, certainly. Basically, what we were just saying is, generally speaking, a union contractor is more expensive than a non-union contractor uh, in the type of work that we So perform. maybe being um, you know not in the, the industry, help me understand. If, if I just don't, um, you guys obviously understand the industry very well i don't you know as a consumer help me understand this conversation i'm not really getting it i guess 
so you have uh, contractors that are a part of a union, and when they hire employees or uh, tradespeople to do their work, they have to be an actual employee of the company receiving a W-2 on their benefits package, et cetera, and so forth. I'm not... Very, I'm not a union expert, and I don't know the ins and outs of what all of the benefits package is for one guy to be a part of the union and not. And one thing I can say about Alan's point that they get the best training out there, they do. I would agree with that yeah. 110%. So well, I don't, we, we don't disagree that there were some really, really valid points that Alan had to make. So, and I appreciate uh, he's still a citizen of this show. I just want you to know that, Ryan. But the part, that, really, the part that I think he's missing is that these guy, these union contracting companies are beefed up and geared towards commercial. They're geared towards government projects. They are are set up to try to win large-scale projects so that they can keep people busy year-round. They have a whole set of overhead, and that's why we just don't compete against them. I don't see it. We, when, when we ask our customers, great. Who, and the other thing he said is get estimates from everybody. I'm sorry, I disagree with that. Find a few people right now. Good luck getting estimates from everybody. Uh, you're not going to be able to right. find a few people that are available that are trustworthy that you've been recommended to, and then get a few estimates from them. Otherwise, you're just running people ragged out there. If I could just bring up one point, uh, I think, um, maybe the listeners don't. I I didn't have a good feeling from knowing you guys as friends. I mean, Nick, how many jobs are you guys doing right now? I mean, we're not talking about just a how many jobs uh, at any given time, just to get in a give. Yeah, I mean, on, on on any average given day, there could be anywhere between you know uh, ten to fifteen jobs happening uh, where there's different projects with different crews of people working on a Monday through Friday basis. So roofs. Somewhere in that neighborhood. Roof, siding. Roof, siding, decks, windows, gutters. Well, that's a lot of business. Uh, some, some repair work as well, too. So Yeah, and we're not on the scale of, you know, there's some exterior contractors out there that are five times bigger than us, you know, and they're still not union. And again, we're not making anti-union well, statements and, here. And I probably can speak a little bit more on union because electrical union right. is quite yeah. large. Well, please and- do, Kim Zimmer, with the <laughs> Electric City, the non-union electric I was waiting for you to chime in. <laughs> well, and, you know, not that we want this to be the union versus non-union it's debate show. That. However, um, the other thing about union versus non-union is the union... Um, has rules in place for their 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 um, members their right. members yes. so you know number one the members pay dues and their their members have very they have a very good benefits package and um, the other thing is they have working rules so in other words once you hit eight hours you're paying overtime eight hours in a day where you know the rule, the Minnesota state rule, is once you hit 40, you're paying overtime. 40 hours in a week, yeah. you're paying overtime. So that's a big difference in residential. Another thing is the union rules are, um, and forgive me, I don't know them exactly anymore, but you know, you can't start um, before a certain time in the morning and you can't work, 
you know, beyond a certain time in the day. Well, in residential, that does not work. Residential is very flexible. And that's what a lot of electricians or a lot of residential people in the industry that are working residential like. They like the flexibility. Hey, I maybe want to work Monday through Thursday and have Friday off. Or even with homeowners, they like the flexibility that, hey, I can stop over at 7 a.m. or 6 a.m. and get your job done. You you nailed it on the head. It's the free market. Of flexibility. Yep. Free market dictating and regulating itself over here. We're going to be competitive. We're going to compete. We're, we're going to work as long as it takes to get the job done. Our bid is our bid. We have to stick to our bid. We can't say, oh, it ended up taking way longer. Now here's a bigger bill. That's non-union. Where... The opposite of that is is just different. It's like and, uh, it's like government stepping in and governing the market, and so there's a place and time, and that's right. all. I'm, exactly, that's all I, I would agree. Say. And the biggest thing is, you know what? Non-union what? is a merit shop. You are rewarded on your merit. If you if you Nick are doing way better on your performance than Ryan, yep. you're going to be awarded that, which I probably would yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Where in, yes. in the union, if you are doing way better and Ryan is coming in and he's late every day or calls in sick once a week or it doesn't matter, you're all treated equally. Ryan, what do you think oh. the chances are that our friend Alan is in the union? Well, I, I you know what? I thought it was. Uh, You're not going to answer the question. <laughs> answer the question. It's possible. He probably yeah, he is, but you know, good for Alan. Good yeah. for Alan to stand up say, yeah, and, and make a that. good. Yeah. He made a good right comment, and absolutely. Uh, you know, it's good. You got to jab Charles back. That I well, like that. Listen, we got to give him a bad time, what, right? They don't pay me for radio. <laughs> we, we, okay, they're not paying me to be here, so we're going to have a good time. I promise you that. That's like me on the golf course, right? They're not paying me to golf, so I don't care how crappy I'm golfing. I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm going to take as many but, shots. As I can, yeah, I, but hey, it's a good for people that look. I'm not in the industry, but to to learn. I didn't know a lot of this stuff you guys are talking about. If I hire a home and prop, well, you're welcome. Project. I'm not sure so. anything we talked about helps people be prepared for getting a spring project done. <laughs> um, but you know, but hey, it's riveting. It's entertaining as heck. You know what? We're up against the last break. When we come back, we're going to dive into the spring real estate market and talk to Kim Zimmer with Electric City and Ryan O'Neill and just hang out and maybe some more union talk. Who knows? We'll be right back. Sean. Oh, yeah. Hey, everyone. We're back. This is the unified all-around home improvement hour. Oh. <laughs> all right. We're hanging out in studio with Kim Zimmer from Electric City. ZZ Top, Nick. Yes. Ryan O'Neill, that was him, from Minnesota Real Estate Team and the Polish Powerhouse. Myself, Charles Thayer, Home Improvement Slayer. Uh, Topic of the show is spring project, spring market. It's debatable. There's no more uh, of a a busy market, I would say, or a uptick in a market than than the real estate market. Um, It's kind of... uh, it is the big hoorah every yeah, year. Yeah, it's bonkers. Yeah, just quick, real quick summary for everybody. L- limited inventory all over the Twin Cities. Lots of multiple offers, especially in, I'd say, 300000 and under. Once you get over that price point in certain parts of the Twin Cities, less demand because there's new construction. New construction competes with that. And um, more than ever, uh, in this market, it's important to work with a really good 
uh, agent and broker who can help you both on the buying side, but also on the selling side as well. Do you know one, Ryan? Well, <laughs> we would love the opportunity. Those of course, we would love the opportunity. But, you know, it is, it's an interesting market. I mean, I've been doing this since 2003, and every year there's something. There's a challenge. Maybe it's all short sales one year. Maybe the next year it's all bank-owned property. There's always something. So I would say um, if you're out there looking to buy, don't lose heart. Um, the we're getting more inventory on the market. It will get better. If you're a seller out there, list your house on MLS. It sounds very simple, um, common sense, but when you put it on MLS, all of our friends at all of the real estate companies can see your house for sale. That's good for you as the seller and the owner is to get offers from everybody. A Diana Realty. Coldwell Banker, Keller Williams, all the Remaxes, etc. It sounds really simple, but we're seeing a lot of kind of non-MLS inventory in uh, what they call kind of coming soons or withhold from MLS. Sure. As the seller, put it on the market. Let I, everybody I've, see it. I've been hearing ads lately about you know sell sell on your own and we'll reduce do, reduce your fees. You know sell it sell it on your own, but it'll still get MLS coverage. Sure. Um. I mean, and and I think the the big thing about it, the ad was just either way, you're going to save money whether you hire us to do it or not. Isn't it true that if you sell on your own, you're still going to, if if the person buying comes with a realtor, you still have to pay their realtor's fees or how does that? Yeah, you're still paying a buyer's agent in that case. And there's a lot of companies out there that um, that do that type of service, kind of a discounted sort of uh, service. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's being an informed consumer. Part of our job at the Minnesota Real Estate Team, the reason we do the Minnesota Real Estate Show, the reason we do all of our seminars, is we want to provide honest, accurate, and um, low-pressure information to people so they can make good decisions about buying or selling a property on your timeline. Really, it's as simple as that. There's no gimmicky um, things. It's just how how it is in the, the marketplace. And again, we're a team of over 100 agents. Um, you know, do helping all types of clients, but that's our style. That's how we treat people, and and that's our approach. So um, that's the end of my commercial, guys. <laughs> you nailed it. How, how often do electrical problems hinder a, a real estate transaction? It actually can be common. Where people, we see some people will list stuff on the market, and they'll totally say, "We're just not going to do anything at all." People will do a home inspection. They come in, they find electrical issues. Mm-hmm. So it is important. It is important. Some people will do a pre pre inspection. Can you name some of the most common electrical problems, Ryan, that you see? Some of the most common the, issues that I, tube. I, I would say no. Nabin tube is only in certain areas of the. Well, we were actually, Kim and I were talking about this before the program. Kim, why don't you share what you see a lot in some of the comments? (laughs) Oh, that is awesome. (laughs) You guys all gave No, we're trying to give up. I would say that uh, probably on home inspection reports, a lot of it are like double tapped uh, breakers, double tapped circuits in the GFIs. uh, GFIs, missing GFIs. There. a lot of homeowner wiring or um, I do it yourselfers. Yeah, um, you know uh, we call them um, uh, splices that are not in boxes, so flying splices that are mm. just like in the basement ceiling sure. that are not in junction boxes. The old spliced electrical extension yes. cord. 
Yes, the <laughs> extension cords. You want to get rid of all extension cords, put in an outlet where you need one. And then probably one of the largest th- uh, items would be fuse panels. You know, right? Uh, or yeah. those uh, those bad Federal Pacific panels. What about yes. aluminum wiring? Obviously, they don't Again, use it anymore. No, um, aluminum wiring and knob and tube wiring are uh, um, not a good thing, and we do see those. But those are really um, more in like certain areas of the cities, and more in like 1950s, 1960s, uh, and 1970s kind of those areas or eras of homes can i give a shout out too for kim i've used uh, electric city a number of times you've helped me on a number of different projects with um you know some uh rental properties over the years always done a really good job you're timely in your communication um estimates have always seemed very fair very reasonable the work has been great that's all as a homeowner that's all you want is someone that will get the job done do it for a good price and um, so, thank you. I appreciate that. That thank was you. it's very, uh, very good work. I've used you guys probably six, seven, eight times. If Ryan didn't and- have his rental properties, Kim, our businesses might not be in business. <laughs> He's got a lot of rental properties. <laughs> Ryan, you take great care of them too. Do you have any vacancies? No vacancy. It is a strong market, actually. Oh, As people yeah. know, you know, having some good friends actually who are looking for a place to rent right now, it's a tough market for renters out there. Stuff is expensive. I was hoping you had something, you know, maybe one bedroom condo in case oh. I needed to get away. <laughs> in case I was, was in the doghouse at all, ever. Oh, boy. So if you're a buyer right now, you really need to act fast and also be patient. Yeah, just be patient. It, it's, it, I know it's been a tough market the last couple months, especially people losing out on multiple offers. We are going to get more in inventory here as we get into the spring and summer it will get better i mean it really it's just every year there's something with the minnesota real estate market that oh it's you know these short sales are going to kill the market or there's no inventory this year or there's all bank owned it all we're down um you know the market's down a little bit in closed transactions, but I think once the summer moves along, it'll catch back up. Well, uh, before the end of the show, let's get some contact information out. What's the best way for buyers or sellers or anyone just uh, maybe want, they want to go to one of the seminars yeah. coming up? What's the best way for them? To yeah, mnrealestateshow.com is where you can go. Home seller seminar, investment property seminar, first time home buyer seminar, low sales pitch, fun, informative. Again, mnrealestateshow.com. Uh, but appreciate the opportunity. Great show, guys. Uh, definitely lively. Yeah, awesome. Kim Zimmer, Zinger. the electrifying barbecue coming up. Yep, we got our barbecue coming up. Is Can't everyone wait. welcome? Everyone, welcome. <laughs> Where's yeah. the barbecue? I'll get you an invite. Okay. Um, and then you can get a hold of us at either uh, 952-406-8238. That's our office number. Or if you want to find out more about us, just look us up at electriccitycorp.com where we have shocking solutions for your current needs. Yeah, and, and just a couple final thoughts. I mean, what what should listeners know um, in, in terms of what they can ask Electric City to do for them? What are some of They the- can ask us to uh, install one light fixture for them, or we can wire a uh, basement for them, wire a new home for them, or we can even uh, take care of a small commercial build-out for them. So anything from one light fixture to a... New building. Small commercial? Small commercial. Are you union? No, we're not. Oh, my gosh. Okay, there I am again. Listen, my final thoughts are this. I meant no harm or foul to our friend Alan. I actually would love to pick up the conversation again and just have a good 
awesome conversation with him. So you are welcome to reach out anytime. Uh, Home Improvement Hour at allaround.com, or you can call us 800-854-1978 to talk to either myself or the Polish Powerhouse about any topic that we cover on this show or any projects that you have coming up. We also have a huge list of trusted affiliates, people in this industry, interior guys, exterior guys, you name it, any any trade that you're looking to have done. We know so many great people in this industry, and we love it when people reach out and say, hey, I'm looking for this type of project. Even if it's something we don't do or won't have a hand in at all, we know somebody that we can point you in that direction. And Non-union. That- Right. Well, I just don't know any. Again, I just don't know any. Again, we're it's we're not trying to take digs. I just don't know any. That's my. I'm sorry. I, I'm literally messing around because I just think it's funny. There's no, re- you know, we're just trying to have a healthy conversation. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's really it. 